Shumaila Hamani is a talented musician. The Sufi singer-songwriter, poet, and acousmatic composer has created amazing pieces with her album, Manat, and most recently, her single, Primordial Covenant. Hamani is also currently looking to be the opening act for the We Can Survive concert. The concert is in partnership with the American Association of Suicide Prevention Awareness, a topic incredibly important to Hamani. My name is Shamila Himani. I am a Sufi singer-songwriter and acousmatic composer based in Calgary, Alberta. And uh, I recently released a new single. Your last piece, absolutely amazing, kind of those exploration of sound and everything. Thank you. What kind of approach did you do for this uh, new song? Walk me through it. Um, so this song is based on a poem I wrote uh, back in 2020 when I was uh, in Toronto. Uh, as part of Canada uh, Music Incubator's Artist Entrepreneurship Residency. And this poem got um, published in the New Forum magazine, which is a feminist magazine, and they later nominated for the Alberta Magazine Awards in Poetry. So just, just a little bit of the context about it. I wrote it on September 29th, 2020, 2019. September 29th, yeah, uh, which is uh, Suicide Prevention Day. And I was reading an article by a Muslim blogger who was uh, relating her experience with um, suicide prevention and considering her mother had passed away as a result of uh, suicide. So she was exploring um, the Muslim dialogues and discourse on, you know, sacredness of life and how to bring forward a Muslim woman's perspective. So that article somehow really um, struck a chord and something just happened. I was already working with a verse, a Quranic verse, uh, which is how the Sufi poet Shabd al-Latif Pitai um, he starts his uh, chapter of poetry, Sud Marvi, with this verse, and it kind of symbolizes the primordial covenant that the soul entered before coming to life within the Muslim. And that's the name drop. That's the uh, name of the yes, piece. Yes, that's that. That is the name of the piece that I recently re released. So it's it's a piece that was in make has been in making since 2019. So it's been almost four years for me to come to where it is now. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, um, I think it's uh, the, the way it has resonated with the audience as well. Like it was premiered at Arts Commons in June as part of TD Amplify and then at the Sled Island Festival. People could resonate with the soul searching aspect within this piece. You know, there's a search and there is um, uh, a covenant to stand for equity and justice and peace um, that that this this po poetry brings forward so um i don't know like i'm still like i'm still still in the processing pro uh still the processing process <laughs> of you know having this piece out there and having people listen to it and comment on it so it's i'm still in that in that journey i find that i remember like a couple of months ago, I was part of this short workshop on music therapy. And <clears throat> some folks talked about how 
some pieces of music, you know, it, they take such a long time. There are some songs that take such a long time to get completed. And they really test your resiliency and your patience and your um, really like it's, you know, and the question that one of the participants raised was, how do you deal with such songs? Because it, they sometimes make you feel like you're not good enough for them. Why is it not getting completed, you know? And I thought about this this piece back then, and I'm like, I know exactly what you mean. I'm working on this piece forever. It doesn't get completed, but I found a new approach towards it. And that is, there are some pieces of music that, that are in making that become your mentor. They are, a men, they, are, they are your mentor, and they're taking you on a musical and a soul journey. And when you're going to get there, that piece is going to get completed. And I, I felt that uh, for, for other participants, too, that was very meaningful that, you know, the song itself becomes a mentor to you that is trying to tell you something that's trying to teach you and that's trying to take you on a journey. And I find that Primordial Covenant is definitely a piece that has that initiated a new music journey for me, which I still am on. So I will keep growing and evolving and um, looking back at this piece in new ways as I move forward. Absolutely amazing. I'm just uh, reading a little bit about the uh, biography that you have on your website uh, about it. Walk me through kind of the sound profiles as you're creating this piece. You're uh, you know, you're taking this poem and you're trying to dedicate kind of these aspects of peace and justice. How do you tie those sounds into there? What sort of instruments and things and sound profiles do you use to kind of encompass those emotions and feelings? This piece started with just uh, the basic riff, you know, Alas tu pikum just the basic riff that hit me and it has continued to linger and stay within the piece and the musical um, vocabulary that I draw upon where, where I come from is South Asian Sufi music and the tradition of Khayal Gaiki which is popularly known and referred to as the Hindustani classical so uh, I have uh, received training in that from my Ustad Hamid Ali Khan Sahib who passed away in 2019. So um, I find that uh, there were resonances that were carrying on in this piece while I was composing. Um, but as, as the melody kind of came forward intuitively, it was not falling within the Hindustani scales. It was within a, a Middle Eastern scale called uh, Hijaz. It's a very beautiful mode. And that's what this piece has uh, is is based upon the melodic mode of Hijaz. Uh, but the melodic uh, development in this piece has sort of um, followed some of the musical idioms of uh, Khayal Gaiki uh, within the South Asian tradition and integrated with chord structure, which is not harmonic, but it's very chromatic. So I have uh, uh, added chords that are, um, that add a, a different layer of um, emotion in the music, um, just in the way uh, the chord 
chord progressions. What's the difference between a harmonic versus a chromatic kind of chord piece? Like how, what do those kind of like sounds differently? What is what what are those? <laughs> Interesting. So, for example, in the Hijaz mode, you have the 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 second is minor second, and so moving between, let's say, um, B flat major and B major, or B flat uh, major and B minor. are some of the things that you don't find in the classic harmonic tradition but in a in you can add it uh you know in in western chromaticism you have this option of free playing not using the rules of harmony um and not uh being so concerned with um you know the one five one structure and dissolving the tensions and coming back to the tonic in that same way um so it is kind of almost creating your own musical language, but using uh, the three or four uh, pattern chord structures. Also, your number two on a contest to perform at the We Can Survive concert in New York City. What is that? And I guess just that's very exciting to also be number two already on that mm. list. Yeah, this uh, We Can Survive concert is a concert that's taking place in uh, New York City or somewhere. Um, I think they're they have recently come up with the uh, venue, which is Prudential Center, and I think that's in New Jersey. And this is a concert that's taking place. Uh, it's being curated by Odyssey Entertainment in partnership with American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Awareness. Um, there are like a couple of rounds, and the main the the first. Um, candidate or the candidate who is selected for the opening act will be decided by the end of August or early September. So it's a very competitive rounds that we're going through. And currently I'm in the second round uh, for this uh, contest. Uh, what, what this will enable is for the person to open an act. It would be an opening act for um, uh, a much uh, bigger uh, concert that is going to be um, the headliner could have in the past been um, uh, performers such as Taylor Swift, Alanis Morissette, and others. So uh, one of the questions that we were asked was, who would you like to open for? So, um, so it's a very exciting opportunity, especially because it stands for um, a significant uh, issue, which is suicide prevention. And one of my songs was featured in Cross Canada Tour for Suicide Prevention Awareness and Hope in 2020. So I, I feel very strongly about the cause. And that's why I entered into this contest. And uh, it's pretty exciting how it's moving forward. How do people uh, help you continue to to build? How do, you, how do they help get you to that number one slot? Yeah, so you can um, uh, follow me on Instagram at Shamila Himani. And in my profile, there is a link to vote. People can vote every 24 hours. It's totally free to vote. And uh, by sharing uh, my music and profile and voting every day, I think I, I might have a chance. All right. We got to get on it. And in that case, if you have the opportunity to open for Taylor Swift, you can ask her why she didn't bring her concert to Canada. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's big on the news. <laughs> <laughs>
suicide prevention. Yeah, I think it's an incredibly important topic to raise awareness, kind of improve things, because these are 2019 statistics. But here in Canada, so according to Statistics Canada from 2019, um, approximately 12 people die by suicide each day. And with COVID and everything, and these senses of complete hopelessness or isolation, that number probably increased. So continuing to improve awareness um, and advocate for services and things for people like that, I think, is incredibly important um, for yourself. You know, why is it important to you? Why is spreading awareness about suicide prevention important? Well, I'm actually um, hearing a lot about South Asian international students in Canada who are dying uh, from suicide every month. Uh, the numbers are increasing and um, there's still some reports that have to come out on, on this about why uh, that is the case. But I was once an international student. I studied at the University of Alberta. I was a doctoral student and I recall the time when my funding was ending and uh, having to pay for such a huge tuition amount, especially towards the end of the program while I was writing my dissertation. It was a traumatic, traumatic phase of my life. I feel like a part of me is still in there um, because so much happened. Uh, and uh, I think it was probably around that time that uh, I started experiencing dark spots myself. So I have been struggling or fighting suicide myself for about seven years now. I haven't made any attempt, which makes me a very unique statistic, perhaps, because a person who has experienced uh, suicidal ideations or thoughts for that long, they do end up making or having an attempt. But I, uh, I haven't, uh, perhaps because I lean on so much towards hope and I let people come in and help me. Uh, I reach out when my thoughts are uh, on the rise. So I have taken measures to help myself stand up for myself, advocate for myself, even in moments in time when I felt that literally I felt like there is nobody around me who cares or who loves me or who knows what I'm going through. Uh, these thoughts are momentary because once you're out of them you realize that people do care people really do care and there are a lot of people who love you but there are moments when you feel like you're really alone dealing with all the curveballs in the life and um i find that because i have been thrown into this phase in life and i'm working through it in ways um what i have received in terms of the understanding and self-awareness and the need for more self-love and so forth. It's something that I would like to spread to other people. So I find that this is something I am being called to do. And I feel very internally um, and passionately connected to the cause because it's something I, I deal with myself. Um, I have been supportive towards friends who have actually made failed attempts to end their life and sunk in depression even further. I remember being a 
being supportive and saying that, you know, life has surprises because, you know, when you're in that phase of experiencing dark spots, sometimes feel like we figured life out, that it's things are not going to change. It's going to stay there and you're struggling and trying so hard for no reason. You're just like this puppet in the grand story. The what's the point sort of yeah. thing, if it's going to be a struggle every day, always for the rest of my life, well, what's the point to kind of just wait it out? Absolutely. There is nihilism that comes with it. And you need a change, at least for me, a change in perspective or even talking to someone, maybe a counselor, like mostly a definitely a counselor really helps because it unloads. And when things, when my mind is un, un, unloads from that process, I start looking at my problems in a completely new light. And I feel like I do have the agency and I do have the power to walk through the barriers that I'm experiencing at the moment. So it's not a very, um, it's not very easy. It's not an easy journey. And I find that the more you cross those barriers, because sometimes life is hard on those who are pushing the boundaries. And I think for me, that is one of the case because I'm doing the kind of things that maybe no one in my family did before. No one in my friend circle has done before. So I'm continuously pushing the boundaries and that's where my barriers come from. Um, so I think people like us and others, we, we need to be, we need to continuously do that in order to make the world a better place. And I think in these moments, when I hear that from an external person, let's say counselor, that what you're doing is so important and you can't let people stop you or even if they're treating you unkindly or cruelly or mistreating you, there's still ways that you can gravitate and find another path and find people who will be there for you who will love you for who you are and you know move away from those people who are being judgmental and so forth so i find that these tools uh, have really helped me and i want to um create more awareness about suicide prevention and create more hope in the world with my music and uh with art um so this is something that I um, take very seriously and it's, I connect with very deeply. It can be hard sometimes with the news that comes out with like the climate crisis and everything like things can feel dire and bleak. And as you're mentioning, some people feel like they're walking a path alone, that there's no one else around there. But I like to think that everyone has a story and it's unfortunate when those stories are never completed. The potential that every human life has and could potentially bring to the world. So yes, continue advocacy, providing services, as you mentioned, developing those tools with a psychologist and a counselor to help you through those difficult times to, and I know, I know it's hard to like find and build a support system, but you know, the internet is a great thing. There are so many different groups and things that people can reach out to to find people who have the same lived experiences, struggling with similar emotions and challenges that they are. And together, you know, you can, you can work. It's something that's not going to be easy. <laughs> And something that 
you might it might never go away it might be a feeling that's always there and you always have to work on absolutely i think one has to figure out what works for you you know if focus groups work for you where you can go into a group setting and share how you feel with a group of people who are going through something similar if if that works for you i think by all means that is something that uh you need to reach out to i felt for myself that focus groups made me feel more vulnerable because the people i was working with came from such different forms of privilege that i i felt even more uh i felt even more vulnerable in those settings so i found through a lot of work um that crisis counseling worked for me sometimes you know just when i'm in that phase in that difficult moment and reaching out to someone and having someone talk me through or talk me out of those difficult moments that worked out for me even more than long term counseling or short term counseling which can be kind of um uh digressing at times um considering that you know you're coming out of completely different phase and then you walk into a counselor's office and then you spend one hour and so what i'm trying to say is if one thing doesn't work out for you try another and try another but there are a lot of ways that you can be helped uh don't give up on don't give up on this yeah don't give up on yourself hopefully uh we can help you to make it to that stage so we can continue to grow awareness uh, about suicide prevention and you know build a tomorrow that everyone has a chance and everyone has the tools they need to succeed. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I would be so honored. So once again, where can people go to find out more about your music, uh, especially your new single, and where can they go to you know help you live this dream of advocating uh, on a big stage? for uh, suicide prevention. I think the best way is to go to my Instagram profile and follow me there at Shamila Himani and uh, in my uh, bio you will find a link to vote uh, to the opening act and I will share a link as well that you can share it on the screen. Have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight? Leave a comment on our social media or reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk and have yourself a good one.